Thursday. And I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for this segment. Hit it. It's the Celts Court Report with Brian Scalabrini. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, brought to you uh, by our great friends at Wentworth Douglas Hospital, now at Pease. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Uh, former Celtic NBA champion, radio, well, serious radio star, I should say that. <laughs> uh, Brian Scalabrini joined us. What's up, Scal? Uh, things are good, Greg. How are you? I'm good. Just listen to how calm he is. Yeah. I love that. Last oh, the last time you guys talked to me, that was a whirlwind of a day. The celebrity bartending, Dr. Leonard. So, uh, yeah, this is, it's, uh, you know, it's about to get real, though. On Tuesday, the Celtics start up, and that's when the grind starts. But this is nice. They had 10 days off in between, so I'm just, like, How's running the- around here, getting things done, just getting ready for the season to start. So we'll be checking in with, uh, with Scal every other Thursday. And isn't it weird, though, that, I mean, all of the uh, Celtics preseason games were front-loaded. That's unusual, yeah. right? Yeah, I've never experienced that. You know, you usually want to get it as close as you can to get your rhythm, but I think what Brad wanted to do was get the games under his belt. And and just for you guys that that really don't know, you you have to do a ton of, uh, you know, events and charity events and hospital visits and all that stuff. So I think Brad wanted to load that up, like, right before the season so you can, you know, you can get out there, get in the community, promote the game. And I I think – that had a little bit to do with it, and then he really is a huge fan of practice, more so than like a scrimmage or a preseason game. So just want to get back to work. And they didn't have a great preseason. He was not impressed. I was not impressed. But there were times where you can see how this Celtic team could be special, and it could be a special year. Well, it's a load. It's loaded this year, right? I mean, yeah, everybody's you know, back. Gordon, yeah. So last year, obviously, going into the season, super excited, sat down for the first game, and then. It felt like our walls got crumbled down. And sure. then, but then the entire season, they were such an exciting, fun, young team to watch. And they impressed me every step of the way. So this year, it's just even adding more hype with Gordon back. Yeah, so, and I think, I think people have to understand that even if last year we went to the NBA Finals and with that team, without Kyrie, without Gordon Hayward, you know, the Golden State Warriors were, they're on a level. They're one of the all-time great teams. So, were we going to win a championship? I can pretty much say with certainty we probably wouldn't have beat the Warriors last year. But now you have Gordon Hayward back, and you hope that eventually he gets back to what he was before, which was he's, he's a really smart basketball player, and yeah. he's sort of a freak of nature athletically. And that's what he was before he got hurt. But him being there and then Kyrie being back and how special of a player he is. You know, with those two guys being back, they are the level that people up here in New England care about, which yeah. is, they want to see banners. It's like going to the NBA Finals, it's nice, and we all enjoyed last season. But at the end of the day, you want to see a parade. You want to see banners raised. You want to, people come up to me all the time and talk about 2008. And from the standpoint of how great it was, but it was great sitting there with my dad and talking about the Celtics. And, and I think people will remember that. Whether those guys beat uh, LeBron last year, people w- wouldn't remember that. So I think yeah. it's really important for everyone to understand that last year's team was good, but this year's team is a championship-level team, and that's why uh, I think people are so excited about those two guys finally being healthy. Former Celtic and uh, NBA champion Brian Scalabrini on with us. Go, Kelly. So is one of the biggest early questions, Scal, with, with Hayward back, is is the play going to be room for him, Brown, and Jason Tatum? Do you think there'll be any playing time issues there? No, I don't think so. Not during the regular season. Just in general, if you think about 
Um, Brad doesn't really want to push guys 33, 35 minutes a night. So right there, just because and normal superstars do usually play like 33 to 35, or some guys even play 38 nowadays. But um, with wing players in the NBA now and skilled uh, players, it's not the same as if, let's say, we had three big men and we were trying to fit them all in. That would be a really big issue because now you see down the stretch you almost play small. But if I don't know if the starting lineup is going to stick, right? The, the starting lineup with Al Horford at the five. Maybe yeah. Aaron Baines goes back to that. And that, I think the issue might be if Aaron Baines does start at the five, who, who is coming off the bench? That could be an issue. But ultimately, the, uh, the, the lineup that you're seeing now with basically uh, Kyrie, Gordon, Jalen Brown, Tatum, and Al Horford, that's going to be the, the lineup that finishes most games out. So guys are going to be pretty content with that. The two guys you have to look at, more so than the guys that you named, would be Terry Rozier and Marcus Smart. Are those guys getting the time yeah. that they deserve, especially Terry Rozier going into a contract year? But in general, Brad is like a guy who loves skilled players. He has no problem going small. And um, I, I don't think it's going to be an issue. And then moving forward in the playoffs, as you saw last year, everyone was playing really small. There was times in the Western Conference Finals, there was no centers on the floor. It was all skilled positions. So yeah. the league is shifting so much, I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, that balance is going to be interesting to see, and it's going to take time to work out, right? Guys that were on the bench that saw a lot of playoff time last year are coming back, and they're going to be you know, not in, the, not in the starting five. That's a little balance that needs to be worked out in the first several games of the season, I would think. Yeah, but that's only an issue when, if you're Terry Rozier and you think you're better than the starter. Like, Terry Rozier... If anybody would think that it would be him, but Kyrie Irving is, and I, I hope people understand, you are watching a special player on the floor night in and night out. When he came back and he started playing, I'm like, just in the preseason, I'm thinking to myself, you are so far above what you were even last year, and I thought you were special last year. So yeah. that's not uh, – guys like – uh, Tatum Brown, those guys who are starting, but Terry Rozier, Marcus Smart, they, they look at Kyrie and they know how good he is and yeah. they realize, like, okay, he's the guy, but how can I fit in with him? And you'll see, yeah, Terry Rozier, who, yeah, he's coming off the bench, but he'll get plenty of minutes mm-hmm. playing the two guard because of his positional versatility. And Marcus might even be out there playing the three or the four the way that Brad does it. So that it, the issue might be that Terry doesn't get a chance to start or find his rhythm, but it's never going to be a, a, where he thinks that he's better than a guy like Kyrie. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Season starts coming up next week, and we'll be checking in with Scal throughout the season. Yes, we will. Very excited. Dude, I, and as a broadcaster, I really appreciate you because you, you can't fake enthusiasm, and you, you got it. And I, I enjoy yeah, watching you. I appreciate that, Greg. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, like for me, I, I, I do truly, truly love what I do, and I'm so blessed. And like all of us, right, yeah. to be in this type of business, yeah. we're so lucky to do it. It is hard work at times. But I, I am, like, so lucky to be even a part of this organization. That's how cool it is. And day in and day out, the state courtside and call games, I'm, I am excited about it. There you go. All right, brother. Look forward to We'll talk to you in a couple Scal. weeks. But appreciate it, Scal. Thanks very much. You got it. Enjoy the day. That's Brian Scalabrini, everybody. I, uh, yeah, I watch him. You know, uh, I, I watch him, and he's ta- and he's the most excitable guy uh, on the set. And I, I love that about him. And people dig him. Because he tells it kind of like it's a white is. mamba, man. Yeah, that's right. So, all right. Well, anyway, every other Thursday that'll happen. The podcast, if you missed it, if you just tuned in late, will be up uh, in momentarily because Mr. McMullen doesn't let you down, yes. podcast people. All Putting you podcast people, you know, a lot of people out there, they work places where they can't get the, the, the station uh, on the floor or inside the building or they download the podcast. They go in, bam, 
That's how they do it. It's all at morningbuzz.com. <laughs> so let me tell you that uh, we have some tickets that we're going to be giving away here in uh, just moments to the uh, Buzz Halloween Bash. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's the 26th. That's a Friday night with the Motor, Bo- Motor Booty Affair. We're going to give away some tickets, and anybody who wins anything in the month of October is qualified for the 75-inch uh, uh, 4K Ultra HD TV. So sweet. Think about watching the Celtics game on that. Think about watching... Uh, think Maybe about we should try anything. it out a little in the studio first, set it up. Oh, we should. Yeah. Love what you hear. You know, I think we should, do you think we should have more than one TV? In the studio? Yeah. Like one over there? No. Oh, that you can see. Maybe. No, no, no. Like different channels, like news and stuff like that. You know, just uh, stuff. No? Yeah, we could put a golf. bunch of them up. <laughs> no, we don't need one for anybody else to look at. Because the one that... The, the one I don't see that one. Yeah. Scotty just has to look up. It's behind me, yep. so I don't see it. So anytime there's a Brazier commercial on, Scotty and Kelly are going to talk it back and I love forth. It. Me and Kelly you know. Brown, we have a silent signal. Yeah, yep. yeah there's a silent <laughs> signal. Yeah, it's silent. All right. You got to use both hands. All right. <laughs>